snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws caught. Foles, touchdown. Here he goes. It's Hester. Inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. The man, the myth, the legend, Vince Gray, the guy that was on the show just last week, bringing us in here, as he always does. But we had a pretty eventful week this weekend, um, you know, and, and I must say as well, so for those of you that haven't watched recently, um, I went to the Bears game just on Sunday. Um, so if you hear my voice squeaking a little bit, I think I like actually did some damage to like vocal cords. Um, so like it's been super squeaky. Um, I feel like the penguin from Toy Story. Um, so just a heads up because, you know, there there might be um, something there. But anyways, um, I want to bring in my co-host, um, Ben. How you doing, man? doing great i am uh thriving right now again we uh like one more actual week of school so it's wednesday the day we're recording this so yeah like two more actual days of school and then finals week and then i get to be on a nice sabbatical for like three or four weeks and it's gonna be nice to sit back and relax i'm looking forward to it but looking forward to talking football as well today oh for sure i'm sure you're gonna catch up on some sleep as well huh looking forward to that (laughs) um so yeah like i said i mean it was a pretty eventful week um i don't know should we go ahead and dive into the experience yeah let's do it man so i i mean it was very eventful might i add um i i loved every bit of it okay um trying to pull up some pictures that i took um but right when we got there i was amazed i mean it was so close to the to the field to where I was like wow this is I mean this is the closest I've ever been and so um really one of the coolest parts is um you know if fields were to look on the right side of the field like the near side on the bear sideline if you were to look there um it pretty much looked like he was looking right at me um just because he's reading the play and everything obviously Mm -hmm. he's not looking at me but like you know, just in that direction. And I was like, whoa, like it's that close to where it's like, I am in proximity of this guy. It's pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to pull up some pictures here of what it looked like. Um, that way I can, you know, show everybody that's watching. It was really, really cool. Um, if you do get a chance, please go. These are the seats. This is, this is where we were, um, the entire game pretty much. Um, awesome, awesome view. Um, what a game as well, by the way. I mean, the Bears fought every single quarter. Um, so pretty solid game. This guy, um, if you are into broadcasting at all, 
and you live in you know the Chicago area, you know exactly who this guy is. This is Jeff Joniak. Um, he is the play-by-play guy for when the Bears are on the radio. Um, this guy is super cool, um, really cool guy. I'm super down to earth and everything. I told him, you know, I'm broadcasting sports in you know Indiana as well. Um, he's an inspiration, stuff like that. And he was like, oh, okay. And he wanted more information and everything. It was really cool. Um, so definitely one of the cooler guys that I've met that weekend. Um, this is right before the Packers scored. I actually got that all on video as well. Uh, Christian Watson scored a touchdown right about where that S was. Um, and this Fox sports, um, you know, this is how their camera setup is. So that was pretty cool. Um, this is Caitlin and I, and then here's the green Bay Darth Vader guy. Um, and he asked for a picture because of my hat. Um, but you know, it was, it was really cool. This guy was, was awesome. Uh, good sport, honestly. Um, you know, he didn't give me any crap, but, um, you know, he, he walked over to me. It was like, yeah, I mean, everybody gave me crap, you know, literally some drunk bears fans behind me were like, Hey, nobody likes you. <laughs> so, um, oh, no. you know, it, it was just, you know, it's, it's all in good fun is what he said. He, he kept a good attitude about everything. Um, it wasn't as cold as I thought it would be as well. So that's one thing. But the last thing that I want to say, um, at halftime, um, Travis Gibson was standing over, um, by the, by the heater on the sideline. Um, you know, we had talked about him previously in the podcast. If you've listened to it all the way through, um, we do want to thank you for that, by the way. But if you've heard about it or you follow me on Twitter, you know, I think that this guy is one of the most (laughs) slept on players in the league. Um, I think he's pretty talented. And um, even though stats don't show it, I feel like he can definitely make some noise. Um, He's a great guy. And so I wore his jersey. If you saw, I wore number 99. And so when I looked at him, I was like, Trev. And he looked up at me. And then I like pointed at my jersey. And then um, he made like a like a pen symbol just like that in the air. Like, hey, you got a pen. I'll sign that. And so I was like, yeah. And so I was close enough to read his lips. <clears throat> he said, I'll be over there after the game. I was like, okay. So um, keep in mind, the bears were winning at that point as well. So I had pretty high hopes of that. Um, but as they started losing, I was like, ah, I don't know if he'll still come over. Like they're losing. Doesn't look like he'll be in a good mood. Soon as the clock hit zero, he put his helmet down and beeline straight over, like literally jogged over to me. Um, a couple kids that were in the front front row were, I mean, losing their minds. Like, oh my God, Travis, come here, you know, sign myself, blah, blah. And he goes, Hey man, let me sign this guy's stuff really quick. And I go, Hey man, you know, you're awesome for this. Thank you so much. We met during training camp. Uh, do you remember? And he goes, yeah, you went with your mom, right? I was like, yeah, absolutely. It was super cool. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, how, how you were slept on and everything. And he goes, dude, thank you so much for the support. Um, and then he asked for the Sharpie so he could sign the Jersey and everything. And I told him, I said, look, me and my buddy, we have this podcast. Um, we would love to have you on. Is there any chance that you'd be willing to do that? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And so he was like, do you have Twitter? I said, yeah. And so he said, just hit me up on there and we'll figure something out. So I'm not entirely sure if this is actually coming to fruition yet. (laughs) I don't want to sit here and say that it's for sure going to happen. However, it's something to look forward to. Um, we say every single week we're planning on something huge. Just keep staying tuned. And we're hoping that Travis Gibson is our first NFL guest. If not, 
We've got so much more in the loop that we've talked about behind the scenes, uh, players and, and former players that have wanted to come on, um, you know, agencies that we've talked to and everything. We're trying to get things going, despite the fact that we aren't necessarily the biggest football podcast out there right now. Um, going through our Spotify wrapped uh, for artists was one of the coolest things that we've done so far. And we can't wait until next year. We appreciate all the support, but I want you guys to know as well, anybody that's listening, um, we, I mean, I personally wouldn't have the courage to speak up on that if it wasn't something I truly believed in. Uh, This is a product that we both put out on a weekly basis because we think that it's definitely going to go somewhere. We truly believe that and we wouldn't get there without you guys. So thank you guys so much for your support. Um, Unfortunately, the bears lost. Um, I, I, did lose my voice screaming at Aaron Rodgers. There's a video of me, like a three second video of me screaming, you suck, Aaron. Like on the top of my lungs when he's close to the, yeah, I'll I'll show you later. But it was, it was awesome. Um, Such a cool experience. I went there with Caitlin. I went there with my dad and I went there with a guy named Fred Maxey, who I've known for my whole life. Super cool guy. Um, Those, I mean, I've, I've, this is something I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life as well. I, I mean, me laughing and making jokes and stuff like that with my dad and poking and prodding at Green Bay fans the entire game. We lost, but it could have been a lot worse. So I just got to say, one of the best experiences I've ever had at a Bears game. And, and we we'll get another time, one next week. I was going to say, next time the Bears play, you're going to be there too, man. Yeah, and I'm super excited. Um, I'm hoping to, you know – Kind of give Travis Gibson the the note like, hey, we'll be there to watch you play against the Eagles. So, you know, nudge, nudge. Uh, nah, it, you know, in all due respect, it's his bye week. I'm not going to bug him. We're going to just let the ball roll, see where it lies. Um, so that that's really it for my experience. It was really cool, um, but can't wait for another one. With that being said, I think we should go straight into our week 13 review. What do you think? Oh, yeah. So um, the Bills beat the Patriots 24 to 10 on Thursday Night Football. The Steelers beat the Falcons 19 to 16. The Ravens beat the Broncos 10 to 9. The Packers beat the Bears 28 to 19. The Lions beat the Jaguars 40 to 14. The Browns beat the Texans 27 to 14. The Vikings beat the Jets 27 22. The Giants and Commanders tied. The Eagles and Titans. Uh, the Eagles beat the Titans 35 to 10. The Seahawks beat the Rams 27-23. The Dolphins lost to the 49ers 33-17. Bengals beat the Chiefs 27-24. The Raiders beat the Chargers 27 to 20. The Cowboys just demolished the Colts 20 or 54 to 19. And the Buccaneers beat the Saints 17 to 16. Uh, really quick before we get into weekly news as well, um, Vince, I don't know if you're watching, man. But you did us a huge, huge help giving us some shares and everything um, as far as coming on the show and everything, oh, too. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, we might have a couple of listeners from that show listening in right now. Um, ben, I didn't tell you this, but we have a couple people saying, hey, this was a lot of fun, you know, and, and Vince said that he loved to be on the show and everything. It's always fun. And so he made sure to tell them it's it's so much fun weekend and week out. We do it all Thank the time. You, so, hey. Vince, thank you so much for everything you've done for us on the podcast so far. You're one of the reasons why we keep doing it every week. But without further ado, speaking of Vince, he's got something to say. 
Ryan and Ben bring you weekly news. Yes, we do. So, Ben, we don't really have all that much, but it's pretty big bullet points. It, 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 injuries. That, that's, that's really the theme of this week. It's just injuries, injuries, injuries. And it's, I mean, it is that time of the year as well. Um, the Saints running back Mark Ingram is out for the season with an MCL injury. Uh, didn't have that great of a game on Monday. Um, but, I mean, he was dealing with an injury afterwards and everything. You know, clearly there was something to make up for it. Probably the biggest of the week. Oh, Vince Gray coming in saying, I'm here. Who had the best record last week? A. Hey. Stay tuned. All right. We're, we're almost there. Um, so Baker Mayfield is waived by the Panthers and picked up by the Rams. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm not going to quite say that he's a difference maker, but I'm excited to see. What he can do. <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, he has to be a, a different mate, a difference maker based off the quarterbacks they have there. Again, it's been their backup quarterback. Um, at one point in the season is even their third string quarterback. Um, <laughs> But I honestly, I, I think this is where Baker's at now in his career, kind of a um, Teddy Bridgewater-esque. Yes. So. Um, next up. Um, so, sorry, I scrolled down to my overreactions, and I'm excited about that segment. Uh, Lamar Jackson's day-to-day. Um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that he's not out for the season. It was a knee injury. Um I, but I, I, they I think are more pushing. than anything. It's just like a, a like if they play in the playoffs, he'll be back. Um, and if they don't, then he won't be back. Would be my yeah. guess. So, um, I was gonna say. I mean, you know, they're pushing for the playoffs and everything. So, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the season, though. Um, just something to note for sure. And then uh, Von Miller's out for the season after an ACL tear. What do you think about that one as well? Um, it, it's a shame, but Von Miller is an older guy. I, I'm not very surprised. Um, but the um, I'm blanking on his name, but the defensive coordinator there up in Buffalo is one of the best in the entire you know league. I'm not too worried about it. Obviously, he's one of the best pass rushers in the game. Um, but that line is so deep that um, I still think it won't affect that defense as much as it would um, many other defenses in the NFL. Yeah. So. That that's it. That that's literally it for weekly news. But um, outside of that, so we're gonna go ahead and look at the uh, NFL playoff picture. Um, you know, we made it a staple to uh, kind of take a look at it um, just every week, just to kind of update you where we're at right now if the season were to end. So, Eagles at number one for the NFC. The Vikings at number two. 49ers at number three. Buccaneers at four, Cowboys at five, Giants at six, Seahawks at seven. I don't think that's changed very much. Um, Jets at seven, Dolphins at six, Bengals at five, Titans at four, Ravens at three, Chiefs at two, Bills at one for the AFC. Um, A team that I'm kind of surprised is not in it, Um, the Chargers still. Um, But I think it all comes down to coaching, in all honesty. Yep. Um, but you know, the Patriots got bumped out of, you know, they're now in the hunt instead of in the playoffs, if it were to end today, um, somehow, some way the Packers are still in the hunt. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. 
But the Lions, I think, are a team to watch for, honestly. I think that it's some, you know, a team definitely to, uh, you know, just check it out, wait for yeah. it, you know, who knows. Um, may or may not have them in ups- or for the upset alert this next segment. Uh, the Commanders as well. I mean, obviously they tied, so they didn't really benefit from the situation. Seahawks yeah, are putting yeah, up some some fun numbers, though. I don't know. The Seahawks are a fun team to watch. I mean, they might be the most fun team to watch. Um, I mean, literally in the entire league. But yeah, that that tie that the uh, Commanders had this weekend with the Giants uh, hurt them, and now the Commanders are no longer within the playoff. Well, no longer in the playoff picture as of right now, which is a shame because I love telling people, hey, the entire NFC East is in the playoffs. Yeah. So. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much covers it. Um, the Falcons are another team to watch for in my book. Um, everybody else, I mean, maybe the Browns in the AFC, but I think that that race is just too tight, honestly. I think the teams that are in it right now are going to be the teams that make it. Um, that's, that's my bold prediction right now. But anyways, um, that's going to be it for that. Um, I feel like we're breezing through it. We're, we're doing so good. Just when you thought it was safe to play the underdog, we put you on upset alert. So this is this is what I was talking about, right? So I'm going to go ahead and dive into mine since I already spoiled one. Um, oh, no overreactions? Uh, oh, right. Yeah, no. Well, we'll do upset alert and then overreactions, right. I guess, because, yep. you know, we were already there. Whatever. Uh, Vikings at Lions. Um, Lions look pretty good. They They dropped 40 points this week. Um, who knows? This wouldn't be an upset if I think I know where you're going with this. What do you mean? The Lions are actually favored by one and a half points in this game. That's very interesting as well, judging by <laughs> record and everything. Yeah, judging it, it's, it's wild. I have no clue how they're one. And I mean, I guess it's in Detroit. Uh, but yeah, due to the premise, I would. Oh, oh, yeah, you got to give <laughs> the Lions are the upset. <laughs> um, I only have three more. So yeah, Browns okay. and Bengals. Um, I think it would be interesting. It's definitely an interesting game, especially after what happened last time. Um, Ravens and Steelers. So it all just depends on Lamar Jackson's status. Um, Steelers, they're kind of up and down, and they're in the hunt right now, so they have something to play for. Jets and Bills is my last one. Um, and who knows? It's it it's the game for Mike White. We'll see what Mike White can do. Um, But as far as the Bills go, I mean, are they back? Are they not? Are they the team that we thought they were? Are they not? It's kind of weird situation, right? The the Jets are – or not the Jets. The the Bills are such a tough team to evaluate because at their highest, they are by far the best team in the league. Like when they are playing, you know, at 100%, no team in the league can stop them. Yeah. But – they haven't shown the ability to play at that 100% week in and week out. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you have any upsets? Yeah, um, I got three for you here. Um, I have the Jags versus the Titans. Uh, the Jags upsetting the Titans. Uh, the Jags just came off of an awful loss. I mean, so did the Titans. Um, but but uh, I think Burks is out with a concussion. Um, he got a concussion in the Eagles game. Um, I don't think he's going to be in. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think he'll be playing. Um, and I think the Jags are just going to be looking to get that awful taste out of their mouth, especially with the way that they played two weeks ago, coming back and beating the Rams. Um, the Jags team just did not play up to expectation. 
Um, I've been burned a couple times picking the Jags here, but I, I still have confidence in them. Um, yeah. And then the Buccaneers over the Niners. Um, it was crazy to me that the Niners were, you know, favored. Brock, it's Brockford. That's why. Um, I think the Niners, all in all, um, are still a very scary team. Um, but we saw what Tom Brady did on Monday Night Football. Um, I think Seth is finally clicking now. Um, and hopefully we can see Tom Brady do something against this defense. Um, and then this is a tough pill to swallow. Um, but the Cardinals over the Patriots. Uh, the oh. Cardinals are coming off their bye week. Um, it'll just be exciting to see how they can play. You know, that now that people are finally, like, actually getting healthy, Kevin Murray is no longer going to be limited. Uh, Buda Baker is probably not going to be limited. So now that this team is healthy, they have no excuses. Um, you know, they're two wide receivers in Hollywood Brown and uh, D Hopper back. So it's put up or shut up time with the Cardinals. So, yeah. So moving on to the, the segment that we should have done prior. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> week 13 overreactions. Um, and I, this one isn't necessarily an overreaction, but Aaron Rodgers wasn't a factor in Sunday's win. Christian Watson. It was strictly Christian Watson, and and people don't acknowledge that. Um, did you look at Aaron Rodgers' stat line? Yeah. So for those that didn't, um, his stat line was uh, – oh, man. So it shows his completion percentage. Give me just a second. Um, there we go. So his completion percentage, 18 completions, okay, 31 attempts. You threw the ball 31 times and only completed it 18 times, and you are the reigning MVP. That is why the title is what it is. Um, 182 yards, a touchdown. That's it. Um, three rushing yard, uh, three rushing attempts, four yards. Um, oh, no looking like looking like Justin Fields out there. Now, speaking of which. Uh, that moves me to my next overreaction. Justin Fields is officially him. Um, now, and it, don't don't shake your head because I know what you're thinking. So Justin Fields had two interceptions on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? But what can you fault him for? So there was there was Rolling one. Those. What do you mean? Did you watch the game though? Yes, I did. One of the one of them. Okay, one of them. Um... Could be remembering wrong. One of them, I don't think, was his fault. Um, Equinemia St. Brown, late late game situation. Yeah. yeah, one of them wasn't his fault, and I, you know, I can't knock him for that. But it, it still stands. If you're if you've looked, and, and I and I'll stand by it. It's what I've been saying. It's what I've said all season. He has the flashes, and yeah. everyone wanted to freak out about that Nikhil Harry catch. I was like, what a freaking throw by Justin Fields. If he yeah, can dial it you. in. If he could dial it in, he could be very, very, very good. What do you mean is, by that? Can you go into more depth? D- dial it like, like he needs to make smarter throws. Like, because the issue, and I know he's running for his life, but he, he needs to be able to make smarter throws and he needs to be able to read the field better. And I know it's hard with an offensive line that is playing at the level the Bears' offensive line is. They didn't allow a single quarterback hit the entire day. Well, then there you go. Then Justin Fields had no excuse to be throwing the ball as wildly the, as he did. The reason why he did, right, he put trust into wide receivers that, um, you know, just strictly didn't have 
in receivers. I mean, he had he had more trust in the receivers than what the receivers could back up um, in, in skills. Um, so, I mean, really, it's not his fault. He threw a ball, but the receiver couldn't make the play. Um, as far as, I mean, the Equinemia St. Brown one, it's iffy. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, like I said, it's just, I don't know. It's iffy. The thing is, though, he only had five incompletions. And if you count those two interceptions as incompletions, he only had three incompletions on the whole day. I think that was his first game with over 250-plus passing yards. We saw flashes of the quarterback that the Bears need, and I think that that's him. He was missing his, you know, oh, by the way, just got to say this. Um, When is it time to start talking about a Cole Komet extension? Uh, Not right now, that's for sure. Uh, Six catches, 72 yards on on the day for yesterday. Uh, Or not yesterday, Sunday. Uh, three for 27 against the Jets, three for 35. Um, but the thing is, he was Justin Fields' top target behind Equinemia St. Brown. He was putting up solid numbers. Um, I think that it's time to at least consider something that's not on the necessarily like Darren Waller type or something like that. I'm saying maybe, um, let's see. Hold on one second. Um, Heather, Heather Pizzola, can you... I, I really do appreciate your comments. Do you mind? Uh, I don't think either one of us kind of recognize. Okay, great. Okay. Awesome. Um, anyways, so awesome. Anyways, um, we can ignore that. I don't think. Okay. That's fine. So anyways, just ignore that. We're getting, we're getting spam, um, spam comments, but um, Heather, if you aren't a bot, if you can like kindly shoot us an email at the pigskin project at gmail.com, uh, we can definitely, uh, figure something out after the show. Um, really though, um, what we were talking about though, I mean, I truly do think that, um, you know, Justin Fields is that guy though. I think, I mean, confidence wise, I think that he's shown the flashes. He was missing oh, his top wide oh, receiver yeah, no, and everything. No, he absolutely has the potential. I just don't think – he's not quite there yet. He's shown the awesome is, flashes, but – I don't see them – okay, let's see. that After his rookie deal's done, I find it really hard to say that they aren't sold on him. I, I find it really hard to say that he's not going to, um, you know, just get it done. But – um. Yeah, I, I think that he's the quarterback of the future. Next up on the overreaction list, um, the Lions will make a playoff push. Um, I mean, they're doing really good offensively. Defense, that's that's their main concern. I don't think that they're going to really, um, you know, they're not going to the Super Bowl by chance. But, um, no. <laughs> you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is Josh Jacobs out? Are you Googling that at the moment? Uh, well, Josh Jacobs is is questionable going into tomorrow, and, and that's, um, where it gets tough is because if it was a Sunday night game, he probably would have played. Um, my guess is that he probably will play in a limited role. Um, right now, honestly, I would probably take him out. That's the beautiful thing about it being on a Thursday game is take him out of your lineup, throw someone else in there, and then once the injury report for tomorrow drops, 
like an hour or two before the game. If he's injury, obviously you got to slot, or if he's healthy, obviously you got to slot him in there. And again, I would, I would guess he's playing. Um, I would guess he's playing. Um, it's just a small calf injury. Um, but again, just keep an eye out for that. I would take him out for right now, rather be safe than sorry. And then if he hears something, plug him back in. Okay. And then next up, we do have a comment coming in from Brock Hershey. Uh, can I ask you all a question? Yes, absolutely. Load us up. We love, uh, we love answering questions about football. Um, okay. So this is an overreaction just because strictly, and, and here's the thing, what I want to say about this guy, right? Despite the fact that we, that we disagree with the ruling and everything, we have to acknowledge he is an NFL quarterback and we should, you know, treat him that way. Uh, Deshaun Watson isn't the guy that we thought he is though. Um, he didn't perform that way. And that, like I said, it's just an overreaction. Um, yes. So I don't know. What, what do you think? I'm not sure what that question is. Just disregarding it. What do you, what do you think? Um, (laughs) no, it's tough. I mean, I don't know what people expected. He hasn't played football for three years. Um, I, I, I really have no clue what people expected from him or or not three years, uh, two years. Um, you couldn't expect him to come back in and immediately play the way he did. He still is building chemistry with those guys because people forget not only has he has a play, he has been able to practice with the team as well. Um, I just think it's going to take, I think it's going to take some time um, and eventually he'll get back um, at least to a top 10 quarterback. I don't know if I'll ever get back to um, where he was, but um, I, I think he'll be good to top 10 quarterback. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know what people expected. I don't know why people were freaking out about it. So. Um, next up, the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders. What do you think? Um, um, we're going to strictly um, just not yeah. respond to things that aren't football related. Yeah. Just letting you know in the comments. Um, nothing in the past couple questions have been football related, so we're just going to ignore yeah, those. Yeah, and, and thank you, William, for the football questions. Yeah. But anyways, um, um, Ben. Yeah, no, I, I, I think they, they could be. Again, I think the Cowboys are going to find a way to Cowboy. Um, <laughs> but that, that defense is really, really good. And when you put Tony Pollard as the lead back, as you should, yeah. um, and not Zeke, that offense could be very scary too. But mind you, they were playing the Colts. So. Yeah. Um, do you have any overreactions? Um, yeah, no, I, I have a few. The, the Lions, the, like watching this week more than anything, um, the Lions game was what, what really shocked me. That defense t- has turned around. And, and I know I know this is um, – it's an overreaction for a reason. It's a bold take. Um, this this offense looks better without T.J. Hawkinson. They just do. And people <laughs> freaked out about it, but this offense is performing better with T.J. Hawkinson than they were without him – or uh, better without him than they were with him. So um, I, that's a huge overreaction. Uh, but, but, but the biggest one, and I have to, to be a homer here, the Eagles are the team to beat. I'm sorry. When a team when a, when a team puts up 300 and I think it was 352 rushing yards one week and then turns around the next week to throw for three passing touchdowns of 380 yards, there's not many teams in the NFL, if any other team in the NFL, can do what the Eagles did in the past two weeks. And when that defense is clicking, it's wild. 
nothing yeah. can beat them. And, and, and yeah, that, that, that's my two overreactions. So. All right, perfect. So now we can move on to um, our next segment. You think you know football? Well, prove it. This is Pigskin Pick'em. All right, so um, this is where we pick our, our games week in and week out. Um, okay. All right. What is going on here? So I'm not, I'm not entirely sure where all these comments are coming from. Um, if they're like real people, uh, please stop. That's not, you know, something that we need to be putting on our channel. Um, so, you know, anyways, um, so anyways, yeah, our, our pigs can pick them for the week. I apologize if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, et cetera, et cetera, later on. Um, however, so basically what happened last week, Ben and I tied 9-5-1. Uh, and one. Um, And keep in mind, we're counting ties as ties as we know, not a loss or a win or whatever. Wait, we both got 9-5-1 this week? 9-5-1, yeah. Oh, what, what is, I can't gain any ground here, man. <laughs> Uh, Vince, though, the guest coming in and killing it 11 3 and 1 on the day. Uh, absolutely phenomenal day for him. So, uh, Vince, great job if you're still listening in. Um, however, so our overall records I am at 119 74 and 2. Ben, you're at 113 80 and 2. So, um, really, really good. Um, Love it. Again, please stop. Um, anyways, so, um, so, wow, yes. 1972. Turn off the comments. Honestly, What's I'm that? sorry, and I hate to do it to the people that are like listening, um, but this is just getting out of hand. This is not anything that we really need on there. Um, but, anyways, yeah, so. Raiders at Rams. Um, ben, we're going to go ahead and move on to our, you know, regularly scheduled program. Um, what do you think? What what what's what's your prediction for that game? The Raiders. Aaron Donald's missing another game, um, and the Raiders finally look like they're like connecting the dots and finally looking like the team that we thought they were. Um, I think the Raiders are going to take this one pretty handily. I'm going to have the Raiders win this one, um, twenty-seven to seventeen. All right, and I'm going with the Raiders as well, 24 to 13, um, strictly because I think Baker Mayfield, because Baker Mayfield's rumored to make the start. Um, however, the thing is, I don't think that he's going to have the system mapped out fully just yet. So if he is making the start, I think that's a dumb decision, considering he's only going to be on the team for, you know, just a couple days. Um but anyways, yes. Yeah, so Raiders for that game. Vikings at Lions. Um, this one was tough. My, I really, really, really wanted to go with the Lions, and I know their defense had a good day last week. Uh, but at the end of the day, they are one of the worst defenses in the league, and I, I think this is going to be a shootout. Um, this is the highest scoring game I have all week. Um, but we we do have the Vikings win, uh, winning this one, uh, thirty-eight to thirty-one. 3831. All right. Um oh man. I don't know. I mean I I really don't know where any of these comments are coming from, just so you know. So anybody that's, you know, 
really, uh, I don't know. Killer Shrimpy saying, dang, what's up with all the spam comments? Also love the co- podcast so far. Hey, Thank I really you. do we appreciate it. This Somebody is, real and, for once. It's kind of. Yeah. Amazing. And and killer, if this is your first time, uh, we appreciate it. And we promise the podcast is not always like this. You <laughs> yeah. um, do appreciate that love though. So anyways, Vikings at Lions. Lions are favorited. Uh, this is going to be. <laughs> yeah. One and a half points. It's wild. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a. Um, ten and two team be favored or um, not be favored uh, against a team that is what below one one game below five hundred. Yeah, I, I, I think so. so. Um, I'm also going with the Vikings, thirty eight to twenty six. Though um, this Lions defense isn't going to be able to keep up with them. Yeah. Ravens at Steelers. Um, <laughs> I, I I know the Ravens like Huntley. Um, back there, quarterback, they can still run that same system that they do with Lamar Jackson because they're both the same style of quarterback. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's a backup quarterback for a reason. Um, and the Steelers have looked good. Najee Harris finally is looking like the guy that we've seen or that we would have hoped out of him. I think he's now, um, in the last five games, is uh, averaging four and a half uh, yards per carry, um, which is a huge step up from the rest of the season because beforehand he was averaging like uh, 3.3. So he's yeah. finally becoming that running back uh, that we would have hoped. Um, I have the Steelers taking this one in uh, 24 to 23. All right. Um, Patty's also coming in here. Um, did you say 24-23 on that last prediction, yes, by the way? Yes, 24-23. England, right. thank you. Yeah. Um, always good to have listeners from you know across the pond. Um, Ravens at Steelers. Now, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted because just – Huntley have a performance like he had previously or what's what's the deal I'm gonna say yes and I'm gonna go Ravens 21 Steelers um 16 okay um Browns at Bengals um the Bengals I mean that they played a very 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 good game against the Chiefs um and with the way the Browns played like if the Browns played any other team besides the Texans Mm-hmm. They would have lost. Um, we're gonna have the Bengals winning this one um, in a twenty-seven to fourteen win. So. All right. Um, for me, though, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than what people think. Um, I I truly do, just because I think Deshaun Watson is gonna be a little bit more accustomed to his team. This is gonna be a pretty huge game for the Browns if they want to make that playoff push that we talked yeah. about previously. Um, for that, this is tough. This is really tough. It shouldn't be. It should not be. I'm. It shouldn't be. My heart says Bengals, and my my brain says Browns. Um, what do I do here? Do I flip a coin? What do you think? Go. I. I don't know. No, you got to make the decision for yourself. I guess the smart decision to do is say I'm going to go 31 to 24, no, 27 Bengals as well. Uh, Jets at Bills. Um, I know this is a game you mentioned. Um, I I really want to go with the Jets, um, but I I can't can't do that. Uh, It looked like they were going to mount a comeback here at the end against the Vikings this past week. like I said, when the Bills are 100%, they're the best team in the league. No one can stop them. Um, and I know the Jets have good defense, but I, I think the 
Bills just have a better offense. We're going to have the Bills put up a 35 on them. We're going to have the Bills win 35 to 24. Um, 35-24, you said? Yeah. And Bills, I'm sorry, I'm sidetracked. Yep. Um, all right. I am going to go with the – I'll go with the Jets, and um, I think that they'll pull off the shocker. I'm going to say 31-30. to 30. No, 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 no. I'm going to say – oh, wait, wait, no. I'm sorry. Mike White's a quarterback. No, it's Bills, and it's going to be 28 28- um, 20. Uh, Texans at Cowboys. Um, you no, know, the Texans are getting a really good swap. The Texans offense has been absolutely abysmal ever since Kyle Allen has stepped back there. Um, I want to put the, you know, we'll do it. Uh, we'll raise the score up a little bit more. Um, I originally had this as a 27 to 17 victory for the Cowboys, but we'll say, uh, 33 to 17. All right. Um, so I am going to pick the Cowboys, um, and I'm also going to pick a pretty strong showing. Um, I'd say 42 to mm, 17. Uh, Eagles at Giants. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, I'm back on it, man. Um, I, I, I really hope my birds don't burn me. Um <laughs> I was super excited the last uh, two weeks that I picked up against them because very pessimistic fan. We're going get, to get right back on it. Uh, the Eagles are going to win 31 to 21. Um, in my, my, I was very, very scared that uh, like their run game hasn't looked good, um, which or their run defense didn't look very good the first few weeks of the season. Um, but they held Josh Allen outside of the – or not Josh Allen, uh, Jonathan Taylor outside of the first drive to uh, 31 points – or 31 yards. And I think they held Derrick Henry to uh, 34 rushing yards as well in this entire game. Um, so I'm not very scared. We can stop Saquon. This isn't going to be a game. <laughs> All right. So I am going to go with the Giants. And I'm going to say it's going to be super, um, super close. I'm going to say 24-21. And it's going to give me a little bit of momentum and hope uh, for the Bears game going into it. We'll see if your Eagles go on a little bit of a skid. Um, anyways, I don't think they'll go Jack- on a skid, but, but I'll stand by what I said. I said at the very beginning of the season, even when we were undefeated, um, I am a little bit scared <laughs> about the the, uh, the Bears because it just seems like... Um, it's it the annual, like- we won a game we shouldn't have won. <laughs> Yeah. So, Jaguars at Titans. Um, this I this is an upset alert. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna stick to my guns and we're gonna say the Jaguars are gonna win this one. In a very very close game. A last second field goal is gonna win it for them. Uh, twenty four to twenty one. All right. Um, wait. Say that one more time. Jag Jaguars. Yep, Jaguars. Um, I don't think the Titans are going to have an issue running the ball. And um, for that reason, I'm going Titans um, 23 to uh, 20. Um, Chiefs at Broncos. Um, (laughs) I think the Chiefs are going to have their way with the Broncos. The Broncos just – I don't know what it is with their offense. I think now they're averaging – um, I think they're averaging under 
uh, 14 points. I think they're averaging 13.8 points a game. Um, if, if this or if this offense would even be averaging league average, um, I think they'd only have lost three games this year. Uh, Russ yeah. is definitely not cooking, and if he is, it's on the Bunsen burner. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the Chiefs are going to win this one, uh, 30 to 10. All right. Um, I have the Chiefs 99 to nothing. Uh, Panthers at Seahawks. <laughs> um, like I said, the Seahawks are one of the most fun teams to watch. Um, I think they're going to continue this. I think the Seahawks are going to win 27 to 17. All right. Um, I am also, ooh, wait. Why does it, why does this feel a little tough? I'm getting feelings that the Panthers could potentially win this. Um, I'm still going to go Seahawks and I'm going to say 21 to 20 uh, just because I'm getting a close game vibe going on. Uh, Buccaneers at 49ers. Um, again, I had this one on an upset alert and we're going to stick by my guns and we're going to say the Buccaneers are going to win this one uh, 27 to 21. Uh, if Jimmy played in this game, I think the Niners probably would have won. But as we know, he's most likely out for the season. He might make a push back in the playoffs. Uh, it's very unlikely. Um, and the Bucs defense is uh, one of the most underrated defenses in the entire league. Uh, they're very, very good. Um, I think they're, yeah, I think they're going to win this one 27 to 21. I have the Niners winning 35 to 27. Chris McCaffrey has a big day here. Um, Dolphins at Chargers. Um, I think this is going to be, you know, I, I know this might be a hot take because I know the Chargers are um, right at 500. I think this is going to be my game of the week to watch. And we're going to have the Dolphins uh, win this one, not by much, though, uh, 30 to 24. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go hmm. – this is all a matter of how healthy is this Chargers team. Um, <laughs> former Bears legend Bryce Callahan got an interception in last game uh, yes, he did. on his return. Um, I'm going to say the Chargers are going to win this one, and I'm going to say it's going to be um, 27 to 24. Um, Patriots at Cardinals. Um, we're gonna have the Cardinals win this one. Um, again, they're coming off of bye week. They're all healthy now. We're gonna have them win twenty four to or twenty seven to fourteen. So, Kyle Gagliardi, I heard this is where the trolls are hanging out tonight. Um, <laughs> the biggest troll being that show title you got this week. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh... I had to. Hey, how about your quarterback stat line this week, huh? We already talked about it. I'm not going to dwell on it, but I just want to say so much. Kyle, for being I'm right MVP. there with you though, because because the, again, the next time the Bears play football, they're going to play the Birds, and we'll really show them what a good team looks like. I'm going 23-17 Cardinals. How about that W? How about that W? All right. right. The Eagles really did swamp the Packers. I'm about to tell you who is a top top ten quarterback here. We're going to be ranking. The top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now. Ben? Uh, you want me to go first? Uh, you want to go start, back and forth? What? How do you want to do, do, do this? It's up to you, man. Um, I say we go back and forth because I think our I okay. think our lists are going to be pretty similar. I think I think we move our way up. I think we start from bottom and go up. I got fields at 10. 
Um, I feel not at 10. Um, again, we're doing top 10 quarterback rankings based off of how they have played this season. This is like misconceptions, or this is like the way we view them is out the window. It's if you were just like looking at stuff, um, which is why I have a, a guy a little higher up that people might not expect. Um, but we have a mix of like Tom Brady and Justin Herbert here um, okay. at the 10th spot together. So I have Tom Brady at nine. I have Justin Fields at nine. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, Kirk Cousins at eight. I have Kirk Cousins at eight. <laughs> Justin Herbert at seven. Okay. Um, I have Jared Goff at seven. Hmm. Okay. Tua Tungavailoa at six. Uh, wow, that's uh, that's low. I have Geno at six. Dak Prescott at five. I do not have Dak on this list. <laughs> we have Tua at um, we have Tua here. Dak, Dak's here. Hold on, let me pull up Dak's stat line because I know the Cowboys are winning, but Dak's stat line, um, like through the season is like mid. He has um. Please tell a, me that's a mid. completion rate of 67 percent, um, fifteen hundred yards, uh, thirteen touchdowns to seven ints. It's Look at that like, QB rating though. In a primarily rushing six. offense, too, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, and that's the issue too. When you have CD Lamb and Michael Gallup on the outside with Dalton Schultz, it shouldn't be a primarily rushing offense. Um, so. That, that, that's kind of where I stand. Um, if Kyle's still in here, I, I bet it hurts that we're not going to have Aaron Rodgers on this list. I do not oh. care. Um, <laughs> um, who do you have the five spot? Uh, two, uh, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Josh Allen in the five spot. People won't like that, but he's just turned over the ball so much. It's been wild. I, I, I love him. And again, he's very fun to watch, but he's just – and, again, I think he's one of the top QBs in the league. He just turned over the ball a a lot. This yeah. I have Josh Allen at the four spot. I have Tua at the four spot. Um, I think people forget how good Tua was and people have like the recency bias of the past game. Uh, Tua is still the most accurate quarterback statistically um, thus far in the season. Jalen Hurts at three. Okay. Um, don't, don't. Wow. Even. That's awful. No, that, that's really bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I have Joe Burrow at three. I have Joe Burrow at two. You have Joe Burrow ranked in ahead of Jalen Hurts. Yes. That's wild. Jalen Hurts all season has thrown the same amount of interceptions as Joe Burrow did in a single game. A single game. Oh, here. And we're going to get ready at two. People are going to be mad. I do not care. We have... Patty Mahomes at two. People are not going to be happy about it. I, I have Mahomes care. at one. I know. Here, let me. Uh, I, I tweeted something out. If you guys don't already follow me, um, my handle should be you know right underneath me. If should be no, it's not. Not right now, at least. Um, but yeah, now it is. Uh, it should be right underneath me if you guys follow me on Twitter. It'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I tweeted this out, and this has been absolutely wild. Um, Hurts right now, I think Hurts is MVP. He's fourth in total touchdowns, third in QB or third in passer rating. Uh, he has the second most yards per attempt on a throw, the second fewest interception or second fewest interceptions in the entire league, 
and is the best or has the most rushing TDs um, by a QB, all while how all while having 112 less throws than Patrick Mahomes. He's the MVP. This is wild. And realistically, he is on. I'm not saying he's on pace. I think he's like 12 yards short. But he could very realistically be the first first quarterback to ever throw uh, more than 4,000 yards and have a thousand rushing touchdowns. This it, it, it's quite it is crazy. It is wild. I, it's so I'm, crazy and wild. I tried to combine the two words. I'm so. I'm looking forward to the next couple of years between the Eagles and the Bears. Um, should be fun. We've already discussed it. Not going to go too far into it because oh. pro football isn't the only game in town. Let's take a stroll to Ben's College Corner. I think it's time, buddy. I think it's time. I think it's time. This is I think it's a pretty, pretty we big had week. In, in, in the chat, I do think it's a big week. Uh, for those who don't know why we're saying that, uh, the college football committee did get together and they have came with the top four teams and that is going to be the playoff teams. And that is... Georgia versus OSU and Michigan versus TCU. Um, for those who are, you know, wondering, you know, what happened to USC, uh, they lost in the Pac-12 championship game, which is a shame because their only two losses on the season will both be to Utah. Um, I, I, I know there's been conversation on the internet that OSU should be at three and TCU should be at four. Um, but at the end of the day, TCU just uh, played a lot better regular season. And I know it got, some Ohio State fans mad, but Ohio State shouldn't be rewarded for being on the couch. TCU, they at the end of the day, they played in the championship game. I know they lost, uh, but I think they lost like double overtime or something. Uh, they played very, very, very well. Um, and the other thing is, is you have these Bama and Tennessee fans like chattering like, well, we would beat them. Well, we don't live in a hypothetical war, world. Okay, you, you haven't played them and you haven't beat them. And TCU and OSU have played better in their regular season than you guys have. And I don't care if you guys would have beat them because you won't beat them because you won't be playing them. Okay, sit down. You guys have two losses. I know it's hard for Bama fans to swallow it, but at the end of the day, that's just what happened. I'm sorry. Um, the other news, too, um, in college is the Heisman finalists. People are not very happy about that one. Uh, it's Max Duggan out of TCU, uh, Caleb, uh, yeah, Caleb Williams out of USC, uh, CJ Stroud um, out of Ohio State, and Stetson Bennett out of Georgia. Um, and I don't know if you guys caught that. I'm sure you guys have, um, but all of them are quarterbacks. Um, I would would have liked to make the argument Blake Corum should have been in there, and the only reason he isn't is because he's hurt. Um, but Marvin Harrison, too, man. I, I, I know he plays wide receiver, and I know his quarterback's in there. The dude has been on a tear. I would I would say Marvin Harrison Jr. deserves that. Um, and then the other snub that got left out that people got very um, kind of violently mad about was Hendon Hooker. And I can I, I get that because um, I think Hendon Hooker, up until the point he tore his ACL, was Eisen's favorite. Um, and the same thing happened with him and Blake Corum. They just got knocked for being injured. Um, it's a shame. Um Ryan, though, I know it's not until the uh, I know it's not until New Year's Eve, but how, how are you feeling about uh, <clears throat> how are you feeling about facing that Georgia defense? I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I don't think that it's something that's you know I don't think either team is going to have a surefire result. I don't think that it's something that oh well this is going to be the you know I don't think this is the college football playoff. I think 
Michigan has it easy, um, but TCU yeah. is a bunch of dogs. And, I mean, I'm looking forward to see, um, you know, exactly what they can do as well. But I think Michigan's going to the playoff, uh, the, the championship. Um, honestly, I mean. I would love to see a Michigan versus Iowa State champ. I would, would be, too. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that's going to be. I mean, the best case scenario. Honestly, yeah. I mean, who knows? That Georgia's that Georgia defense though is that Georgia defense is very very scary. It is. Um, and then another thing that I left out. Um, oh yeah, it's transfer week, so you'll you'll see a whole lot of people enter the transfer portal, leave. Um, it's absolutely crazy. It opened up on the fifth, so just two days ago. Um, so the transfer portal has been absolutely wild. Um. But anyways, Jackson Smith and Jigba has like came out. He's like, I'm going to the draft, um, and he's not playing in this game. Which I, um, I mean, it's I guess you got to respect his decision as a young man, and, and he's um, doing what he thinks is right for his career. Um, and I know at the end of the day, this probably isn't true, uh, but it's a bad look not being there with your team and trying to fight through this to play for a college national championship. So. Well, we'll see. I mean, honestly, I understand it. Um, I don't think that it's going to affect his draft stock too much more than his injury would. <laughs> no, um, I, I think he's already like late round anyways. Yeah, um, I think it'll be okay. Um, if I'm a Bears fan, like I'm trying to trade it back into the first round, like see if I can pick up like a second round pick by moving back and then trading that 33rd pick back in oh, the first I round. Oh, I hope. See if you can get Jackson. Team I already Jackson told my dad. Then. I don't care if the Bears lose out. I'm actually kind of like hoping they do, but obviously I want them to win. But like, yeah, hey, it's a win-win. You know, even though you're losing in the present, you're winning in the future. Um, and the thing is, I mean, Poles was able to turn six picks into eleven this past year. No first-round pick, I don't think. Um, so should be fun. We'll see what he can do with that. I'm hoping that he trades back and hey. If it means getting a first round pick after that, you know, later in the rounds, we'll say, you know, I'm not, I don't want to name a team that we could say. Um, however, you know, it'd be really cool to get Jackson Smith and Jigba in the late first round. I don't see that happening personally. Um, I see, you know, maybe a, uh, what you call it, like maybe an offensive lineman or maybe a defensive player some of some sort. Hoping more defensive. Um, I'm. I hope, and and I know the smart decision for you guys is to trade back uh, a few mm -hmm. spots. Not you know try to stay within the top five or six. There's definitely options at two though. There's lots of good options. I want to see Jalen Carter on your guys' team so bad. Oh yeah, he's gonna be good. I need it. Oh, and what 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 I do to get Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis back in the same team? On the same team. <laughs> that would be nice with Nicobe being playing behind them. Just recreate the best college defense to ever do it. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, is there anything else you had to say about this? I'm all good if you are. Nice. Um, and then the last thing I have for y'all is my prospect review. Um, I told you guys I would save my favorite corner for this uh, uh, for this week. Um, they did. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, he's a redshirt freshman who played at Colorado, transferred to Oregon this year, um, started, uh, he's 6'2", 200 Coach pounds. Tyler. Sorry. Coach Go Tyler, blue. we got to have we gotta have you on the show, man. Uh, congrats on a historic season over at Calumet. Uh, we get to talk about it hopefully soon. Um, 
great defensive showing majority if you know of of the season for sure um we'd be happy to have you on man so the extent the the invite has extended but ben yes. continue I'm, i apologize for cutting you off no you're you're absolutely good we love to see it uh but yeah christian gonzalez who's a redshirt freshman or a redshirt sophomore who plays at oregon um he transferred into oregon from colorado um he's 6'2 200, uh, 200 pounds um, that should come as no shock to anyone that he's my favorite. Um, you and Matt both know, and I'm sure our listeners know at this point. Um, I'm very, like, when it comes to cornerbacks specifically, but wide receivers as well, um, I'm very big into the, you know, if you're lo- if you're tall, you're long, and you're fast, I am going to like you. Uh, it's the same reason that I was, I would say I was higher than majority of the people on Tyreek Woolen. Look at Tyreek Woolen now. Look what he's doing in the NFL. Um, I, mean, I was also a big fan of Joshua Williams. Uh, not a lot of people know who he is. He went to uh, Fayetteville College in South Carolina. He got drafted, I think, in the third or fourth round. The Chiefs, and he's actually been playing for the Chiefs as well. Obviously, he's not producing the same as Tyreek Woolen. Um, but it's just a matter of if you can get these dudes who are super long, super fast, and super tall um, within the right coaching, um, they're going to be beasts in the league. Um in terms of that, though, he's a great athlete. The dude is very, very fast. Um, he has a track background. Both of his sisters, I think, are, like, world-class sprinters. Um, that being said, too, he also has very, very fluid hips, which allows him to break on routes and stay with the route uh, through the entire stem of the route. Um, and he's very, very great at undercutting these routes and getting behind um, or getting in front of the wide receiver. His hips are one of the best that I've seen out of any DB um, he covers wide receiver ones um, everywhere, um, whether that's outside or in the slot, which means he can play really, really good zone. Um, and because he can play good zone, that means he has very, very good eyes and a very instinctive guy. Um, but along with that, he has a great first punch, which allows him to play great press. Um, and like I said, he's very lengthy and he uses that through the entire similar route. Um, he's very, and he's just very tough and very competitive. Um, the only knock that I have on this dude, um, or the only few knocks I have on this dude, um, at times he can be too physical, which can lead to PIs um, in the NFL, but in college are a little bit more lenient about that. Um, in past seasons, he has also struggled to find the ball in the air. He's plays this super, uh, super sticky coverage. And um, I mean, he's like locks people down, uh, but he struggles to actually make a play on the ball. Um, but this year we've seen him take that step forward uh, Throughout the season, he had four interceptions and seven pass defended. Uh, so if he can continue that, it's going to be awesome. Um, and then the other one, too, is he can over-pursue uh, on running, which allows the cutback lane uh, to come back. Um, but, again, he's physical. You don't really have to worry about his tackling ability in the run game. Um, it's just about how he fills his lane and how he fills his gap. Um, but, again, like I said, he, he's like a very, very sticky guy because of his length and because of his fluid hips. Um, and if he can continue that ball production, I think he's going to be one heck of a corner. He's my favorite in the draft. Um, and he reminds me of, of Darius Slay. Um, like if I had to say, you know, that's who he is, it's going to be Darius Slay. So. All right. But, so without further ado, yes, we're going to go ahead and move it on. It's time for America's favorite game, Weddle. Weddle. So, um, Ben, you're up 14 to 8. Doing one heck of a job, might I add. Thank you. Um, so, would you like first or second pick? Uh, 
we will we'll we'll take first this round. All right. So, who are you picking? AJ Brown. Forgot there's periods under it. <laughs> wow, that gives us so much information. All right. So, obviously you have to not be a quarterback with that height. Um, let's see. Um, I don't think he's this tall, but we'll see. Patrick Wilms. Nope. Okay. Well, I tried. <laughs> Seven. The age here, I don't. No. Oh no, it's definitely no. With, with the number and with the height and with the AFC. When I see above fifteen, I'm thinking seventeen. Ask me, Josh Allen. Oh, it's not a quarterback. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why right. I said that. I looked and saw that it wasn't a quarterback, and I still proceeded to guess a quarterback. It's not a wide receiver either. We're thinking tight end. Um, hmm. I thought this, this makes was just sense. running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. Well, like, well I can't cause... think of a quarterback who's a running back at 6'4". Oh, there's, there's a. <laughs> yeah, is there a six four running back? <laughs> he could be I six mean, three. I don't know. Seventeen twenty six. Okay, so it's not a running back. So it's obviously a tight end, and his jersey number seventeen is in the AFC South. Seventeen in the AFC South, so it's not the Titans. It means that's either Colts, Jags, or Texans. Colts, Jags, or Texans, and this is an easy mode. Hmm. And give me, give me Jelani Walker or Jelani Woods. Sorry, but I, okay. I, I can't be him. But I see the height. So, so it's be... Jacksonville or Houston. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> Go ahead. It it's is. easy mode. What is? Who is it? Uh, it's Evan Ingram. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. I didn't know the jersey number threw me off too much. He, All right, he, so yeah, Evan Ingram plays this like weird wide receiver split back tight end role um, in that offense. It's they're using him well. That's probably the way you should be using Evan Ingram. Anyways, I want number two. All right, um, got to go with the man, the myth, the legend. I kind of like Fields. Ooh, see, I kind of like sitting back and sniping it on the third pick, but I should have. Oh well. Um, NFC quarterback. 25, under 6'3", which means he probably would have had been drafted in the last few years. I've got to guess. I shouldn't be shuggling. I have to, like, I'm, I'm going through my head about these different quarterbacks. You better guess it um, now because I think I'm going to take it. I don't know. Give me Malik Willis. I hope you I hope you get this one. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's not. Why did I guess Malik Willis? That made no sense. I know. That's why I just let you take it. All right. So 23, which means he would have been drafted this year. And it came I, I'm 90% sure Zappy is too old. I don't think Zappy is 22. The Zappy, when I'm going through my head in this draft. Be Pickett, Ritter, Willis, 
think Pickett's Pickett doesn't work because of the division. I've got him. I mean, I'm going to say Bailey Zappi. Um, what? Brock Purdy. I thought Brock Purdy was too old. Holy it's cow. Brock freaking Purdy, Mr. Wait, how old, how, old is, how old is Brock Purdy? 22. 22, wow. I felt like Brock Purdy spent 10,000 years at Iowa City. Let's see. Dang. Mr. Irrelevant right there. So you are now fourteen and nine, my friend. Five games, five games away from tying this thing. <laughs> oh, stick with us here with Gridiron Goose this week, guys. <laughs> what? What's the name of the segment? Oh, you're not talking about Ryan and Ben. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. I've got it. It's time for Gridiron Goofs. All right, so Ben. You got a you got our topic for today. What do you think? Yeah, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, gridiron goofs slipped my head. I was too excited about my birds, so thinking of a gridiron goofs topic slipped my head. That being said, though, as you guys know, next time the Bears play football, we're gonna be there. Ironically enough, not so ironic. We're playing this team. The bucket list item for me to go and play the birds. We're going to do bucket list item draft this week. Okay. So, um, it's it's ironic that you bring this up because I had this conversation. Mr. Kyle Gagliardi, I hope you're still watching because my first round pick is Bears versus Packers in Lambeau. Oh, yeah. I want to go. I, I need to now. I've seen it in Soldier. I need to see it at Lambeau. So, that's my pick. I, again, if you would have asked me, this, seeing the birds play in person probably would have been number one on uh, number one on my list. But I'm gonna go and see him play now. Um, my number one list um, for those who know me, like actually know me, um, I love penguins. Penguins are my absolute favorite. I want to pet a penguin. <laughs> I want to pet a penguin. Um. I already I, got a few lined up. We got a few cliche ones here and stuff as well. This is really cool. Uh, I want to announce a Bears draft pick. Dude, that'd be so much fun. I would like to announce the Bears draft pick. I want to be that super fan, um, you know, now introducing the Chicago Bears next pick, Pigskin Project co-host Ryan Matthews. And just walking up there and that's that's it. You know, with the blah, blah, blah pick, my Chicago Bears select, and then everybody's going to go crazy because they'll remember. Anyways, <laughs> I hope people get that. Hopefully, hopefully the pick you announce is, like, going to happen to be, like, this best, um, like, is, is going to happen to be, like, this amazing Bears pick and isn't going to be, you know, Kevin White or something. <laughs> Uh, All right, before we bring that up again, it's your picking. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start going with like a couple of cliche options. I want to go skydiving one day, man. I want to go skydiving. I don't. I can I can miss that. I'll be honest with you, and I I would not be upset about that. Um, next up, um, hmm. Ooh, I have a great I have a great bucket list item. I don't know what else to pick, honestly. I mean Oh, you just wait, you're gonna be mad that you didn't pick this. Uh I wanna meet 
Dwayne Wade. Oh. I really do. He's like one of my all-time favorite athletes. <clears throat> He's from Chicago. Love the guy. Dwayne Wade. <clears throat> Would love to meet him. This 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 is turning more into like a vision board than it is like actually anything, but I guess a vision board could be a bucket list item. Yeah. I would love for this podcast to be one of the top sports podcasts in the world. Well, I mean it's going to be, you know. Exactly. It's just a matter of time, man. Um so okay. This next one, um, man, struggling. I can I can I expand on that last one? Uh, 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 you can't say number one if that's what you're gonna. No, say. I want to. I want to build a custom studio for our podcast. That would be great. I would love for that to happen one day. For us to get so big that we could just be like sitting in these nice lazy boys and. You know, having a whole bunch of like Eagles merchandise, a whole bunch of pairs. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> All right. Ooh, 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 ooh. I have a very awesome, and you're going to be, you're also going to be very, very mad. You didn't say this. What's that? I want Travis Gibson to come on this podcast. Hey, you know, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, you know who I want then? Justin Fields. Oh, I want Jason Kelsey. Oh my God, that'd be a uh, that'd be a fun time. <laughs> that'd be a fun time, dude. The hope too in this. I don't want this on the list. I don't think from where we are sitting, we can like get down to the lower level for them. I I again for those who know, Jason Kelsey jersey. Love Jason Kelsey. Centers are center. Jason Kelsey is awesome. I would love for him to sign the jersey, dude. It'd be so much fun. But anyways, I don't want that on the list. It's not what I want on the list. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what I want on the list. We'll keep it football related. We'll say it. Ah, you know what? Bucket list item. I want to go to an Eagles Super Bowl. Ooh. I would say one is Super Bowl, but I'm gonna want a Super Bowl in, in my lifetime. I'm like, oh, I was gonna say, yeah, I want to see the Bears win the Super Bowl. I mean, that should have been my number one pick, honestly. But you know, um. And, yeah. Real quick, uh, Coach Tyler, I don't know if you're still listening, uh, but I, and, and I, I vaguely remember there's something in the back of my mind telling me that you're into baseball. I don't know if you're a Cubs fan, but if you are, I'm sorry. Ryan, how are you feeling now? You know, we should have traded him. flag sitting right over your right shoulder. We should have traded him, but I'm optimistic. I'm a cautious optimistic with my Cubs. We'll see where it can go. Um, hearing lots of things surrounding the Cubs. And um, the, the rumors are you guys, the owners, willing to spend out with that cachet if it gets the job done. We'll we got Cody Bellinger. Go. So, you know, should be fun. If you made it this far, we want to say thank you for listening all the way through. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Pigskin Project. We have a lot scheduled for next week's show. Um, hopefully we'll have even more scheduled, uh, that's going to be pending. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed. Um, so make sure that you're subscribed on all platforms. We'd like to give a big thank you to anchor.fm, uppercuts, grooming, regional radio sports network, and overtime sports network. Been slacking. Uh, please leave a review down (laughs) below as it helps us more than you know. And that's it for this week. So thanks again for tuning into the pigskin project.